Hello there, and welcome to Dear Sparrow's podcast. Um, so I always start the podcast with something funny. So I was thinking, contemplating what to talk about, because I kind of just run out of funny quips to say right away and to think about. Uh, but I was brought to mind one yesterday when I almost got into the wrong car again, um, back to a time when I did get in the wrong car. So I play Marco Polo with my car frequently with the clicker except it's where I click the clicker looking for my car and then start crying because I can't find it which happens on the reg uh but anyway so this one time I was living in Minnesota and my cousin and I went Black Friday shopping and so I at the time I had a blue jeep so we were looking around it was really dark it was like one of those Thursday night target stop things and so we find a blue Jeep and we get in and the key unlocks the door of it because I had used the clicker so many times the clicker had died. So we get in and I, I'm trying to turn on the car and it won't work. And then my cousin is like, Callie, this isn't our car. The car alarm starts going off. I start screaming. He starts screaming. We jump out of the car, run across the parking lot with it blaring, <laughs> realizing it looked like we were trying to carjack a car. But in fact, it was not. It was just me being blonde. So that's my weird story of the day for y'all. So anyway, um, today I am here to talk about um, pouring out when you have nothing else to give. And so there's a lot... Um, I think this is a common problem for people that they, they feel burned out. They feel, especially in ministry or those who just have such a giving spirit that they will want to help everybody. And I, I don't know how many of y'all are into the Myers-Briggs um, test, but there's there's a lot of um, personality types that, that really like thrive off of, um, of pouring out into others because that, that is where we feel led. And... I'm an INFJ, which is usually called the counselor. Um, and it's kind of a rare one. It's like less than 1%. But I definitely feel a part of the people that um, we feel happiest when we're helping other people. That that is something that is fulfilling to our souls. That even though by nature we are introverts, that pouring out into others is something that just is a blessing. Um, no matter how introverted you are. I, I take the test every six months to kind of see where I fall. So I'm, I'm only 86, 86% introvert right now. That is actually better than it's been in a long time. Uh, anyway, I digress. This isn't about me. Um, but uh, today I, I'm kind of talking about that because I was talking to a, to a good friend the other day and she was sharing how she, uh, she takes care of her family, she takes care of her friends, she pours out into so many people and there's really nothing left for her and she feels exhausted she feels worn out she feels depleted and she's not quite sure how to fix that and and kind of where God comes into the equation of that and instantly what I thought about was the widow um, in Luke 21 who gives all she has so Luke 21 says Jesus saw the rich putting their gifts in the te- into the t- temple treasury he also saw a poor widow put in two very small copper coins I tell you the truth he said This poor widow has put in more than all the others. All these people gave their gifts out of wealth, but she in her poverty gave all she had to live on. So 
in this case, we're talking about money, but I think there's really something to be said for those who pour out and give all they have to live on of their energy, of their compassion, of their willingness to take care of other people. And, and Jesus sees that. And Jesus highlighted this, this woman who in the temple, she gave out what she had left of her. She gave out what she could, even if there was nothing left for herself. And I think there's a lot of us who, who kind of fall into that category. We're on a daily basis. You wake up and instantly on your text messages or on your Facebook messages or in your own house, you have people who are needing you and needing your help or your assistance or your advice or anything. And, and when you reach a point where you have given all that you can and there's nothing left for you. So there's that question of, okay, well, then what do you do then? And so, so in that story, Jesus was highlighting how she gave more than anyone else had because she gave all the resources that she had. And we look in the context, okay, well, what, what happens after that? Where, where do those who give out everything that they have, everything they've got in them, how do they get replenished and refilled? And this is something where, looking again at the Bible, is, is such a blessing because the Bible, I don't think people give it enough like credit for what it really is because if, if we read this and we really live by it it's it's ways that we can live to the fullest that john 10 10 to the fullest life and life abundantly and at times to live abundantly you have to give everything you have and so how are you going to be refilled so the next verse i want to look at is hebrews 6 10 and it says god is not unjust he will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped people and continue to help them. So looking at that, God sees it. He saw the coins the woman put into the offering. He sees the work you're doing. He sees that even though you are completely exhausted, that you have worked all day long, that you still answer that person's text message who's hurting and needs a friend, who needs a little godly encouragement, who needs to remember that they are not alone even when you were completely exhausted and you fall asleep texting them back. He sees that. And it continues to say that he's not going to forget that. And of course, we don't, you don't do it for the reward. You do it because you care about the other person and because you love God and you want to show that kindness. But there are times where we, we have to draw into ourselves um, and take care of ourselves too. So there, there's so many instances where Jesus, especially after he would do healings or sermons, that he would go off by himself and he would pray. And that is the best way that we can recharge because we, we are a lot like the things we create. And so man and humans have created the iPhone, right? The iPhone needs to charge, usually on a daily basis. Just the same, humans need to charge, usually on a daily basis. And this doesn't have to be hours. It doesn't have to be where you spend six hours in a room alone recharging. But there are ways to recharge that don't have to take a lot amount of time. But it's really just that, that focused energy to be refreshed and to be open to it. And so a lot of times that is prayer. That is praying and letting the Holy Spirit just come around you. Even just saying the name of Jesus. In Hebrews 8, it talks about how God understands our moans and groans, and he can translate them into prayers, into words that no one else understands. He gets it, and he knows it. And so just as he understands what we are saying, he can speak to us back 
in ways that only we would understand. And that peace, that peace that surpasses all understanding of ways to be refreshed, even just saying his name when times of anxiety come. We can be refreshed by setting boundaries. If there is someone in your life that you are consistently pouring out to (coughs) and helping and loving, that is wonderful and that is good. But if you, if it is becoming a thing where it is an everyday occurrence and you need to set those boundaries, it's okay and you aren't in the wrong for setting those boundaries. Perhaps you could, you know, have a understanding that you don't respond to text messages past a certain time of the evening. Unless it's an emergency, you could have an understanding that there is an hour of the day that you completely turn off your phone. You completely just go and you are alone. And you spend that in prayer. You spend that watching Netflix. You spend that listening to music. You spend that doing in any way that is going to refresh your soul. Maybe it's even playing an instrument and and just charging and, and doing things that make you the most you. Um, in a few weeks, I'm going to have a podcast on introversion and, and talking about some of those ways that we can build ourselves and charge ourselves back up. Just like an iPhone needs to charge, we need a human charger. And unfortunately, humans don't have a lightning jack cable that we can just plug into ourselves. So there's ways that we need to use to build ourselves and build that energy back up. Um, the biggest thing is just letting God charge us back up. It's it's hard in that we often forget that God does care and he's listening, that uh, we often forget that the Holy Spirit is the one who's doing all the work, not us. But um, Jeremiah 31, 25 has a really great verse in this. And it says, I will refresh the weary and satisfy the faint. And so God is promising to refresh us. He is promising to help those who are weary, who are burdened, who need you. And there's so many beautiful um, pieces of where the Old Testament and the New Testament meet. And we have heard before that, you know, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. That's in Matthew. And that is such a beautiful promise, both in Jeremiah and in Matthew, that God, because he is never changing, he is consistently promising that. And so the Bible, the promises of God, the revelations, the miraculous, mysterious works God did in the Bible didn't end on the last page of Revelation. That's just getting started. That's just the skeleton framework. He's still doing that today. And just as so, he wants us to call upon him and pray for refreshment. Pray that he would give us more than we have. Just as he multiplied the loaves and fishes, he had three loaves and four fishes to feed 5,000 people. They never ran out. They kept giving and giving and giving and giving and giving, and they never ran out. And that's the same with God. He never runs out. He never runs out of being able to pour into us. And so just as he multiplied the loaves and fishes, he can multiply that energy in you. He can multiply that refreshment in you so that you are able to do the good works that he is calling and asking you to do. And that is such a beautiful promise of God and so beautiful that in metaphoric ways he shows that he has done that before and that he can and he will do that again and again in it's in the old testament as well if we go to second kings I believe it's verse four I'm going there in my bible now let's see second kings four the widow's oil 
it didn't run out. It, all the, they have one jar left. And Elijah prays and he asks God to bless it. And it keeps pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and pouring out. And it doesn't go empty. And I recall there's a beautiful story um, in The Hiding Place by Corey Ten Boom, who, when she was in a concentration camp in Nazi Germany, they had a bottle of vitamin um, oil that they were able to keep hidden from the Nazi guards. And the bottle wouldn't run out. They would give it to anyone and everyone that they could daily. And it was a little dropper. And because it was dark, the bottle, they couldn't see how much was in it. But it never ran out. It didn't run out until they actually got the vitamins that they actually needed um, by another miracle. But how beautiful was that, that God made sure that they didn't run out until it was necessary. And so in the same way, in praying and asking God to satisfy our souls and to pour into us so that we can pour out into others, what a blessing that is, that our endurance can keep going, that when we feel depleted and we have given all that we have, that he will fill us back up. But in that comes our willingness, our willingness to surrender, to put our arms open, to put our hands open, and to ask God to pour back into us what we are pouring into people. And that's not always easy. That is a hard prayer to pray sometimes because we come so built up that we need to be self-sufficient, that we need to be so strong in our own wills and selves and independent. But God wants us to depend on Him. And so in depending on Him, we have to say, okay, God, fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your energy. Fill me with the capacity to fulfill what I need to do today. And when I've run out, fill me back up again. And he will. He completely and totally will. And my last point I was going to make is um, a verse in Luke 16, um, 16.10. And it says, whoever can be trusted with very little can be trusted with very much. And so I want to send that encouragement to you that if God has you working in a season where you are really pouring out to others, that you are really striving and um, perhaps even a little overwhelmed with what you are doing, God is trusting you with that. And he knows that trusting you with that amount is only going to make you stronger. So if a later season comes and you have even more and even more and even more, he's going to continuously build you up and he is entrusting you with that. But he wants us to ask for his help in that. It's not a shameful thing to ask for his help continuously and to build up. So just wanted to send that encouragement to you today. And um, I'm going to pray with you all in a second. But I think remembering that it's okay to set boundaries. And it's okay to give all that we have and believe in the promise that God is going to fill us back up again even when you are on the brink of tears and you find yourself crying in the target parking lot car in your car and overwhelmed with your phone ringing off the hook with people needing you god's going to help you get through it and he's going to fulfill it and he is going to satisfy your need for that day dear lord thank you for today thank you for the people who have chosen to listen to this podcast this very day lord i pray for those who are weary and burdened. I pray for those who have given every ounce of every bit of what they have within them and their energies and their hearts and their capacities. And I just pray that you would fill them. I pray that they would have a willingness and an open heart and an open mind and an open spirit to be quenched by you, Lord. I pray that you would pour your peace that, tr- that goes beyond all understanding 
upon them. And I pray that you would help them to do more and more and more for the benefit of the kingdom. But Lord, I pray in the process that they come to know more of your character, more, to, more of your shepherding love, more of your care for them and how you see them, that you do not just see them as servants to work for you, but you see them as your children and your friends and those that you love and that you want to bless through their work. Lord, help them see these opportunities not as burdens, but as blessings, of blessings to learn more about themselves, to learn more about you, and to benefit the kingdom in the end. Lord, give them spirits of joy, happiness, and peace. Lord, we praise you. We praise you for the birds that are singing, and we praise you for this beautiful, bright, sunny day. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you all for listening. Again, please um, submit questions. Submit anything you want um, to the uh, DM on my Instagram or Facebook or any of those jams um, at Callie Logan, C-A-L-L-Y. And I will be sure to answer them and pray about them, take them into consideration. I'm always welcoming feedback and stuff too. And if you want to rate the show, that would be kind of cool, trying to build it up. Um, and my book comes out, well, actually, by the time this podcast releases, it will be out. So July 3rd, uh, Dear Young Sparrow will be available on barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, and Kindle. Um, we'd really appreciate if you guys would check that out. That was a lot of many years of prayers and study and tears that went into that book. And I'm really praying that all of that will bless the kingdom um, because it was my last two cents that I could pour out at a time. And I'm just praying that that blesses the kingdom. And I hope you all are well. So be blessed. Bye.